Ikaw ba ay laging mainit ang ulo? Nang hihina? Laging tulala? Hindi makausap? Kinakausap ang sarili? Parang laging may kinakompute? Malalim na ang eye bags? Or ikaw to, tinatamad kang maligo? Sabi ni Sir Chinkitan, ito raw ang mga sintomas ng taong walang pera. And if you are able to identify with any of these or you are honest enough to admit that you are in a financial crisis, then this message is for you. Imagine, given na pwede ka na lumabas ng bahay, given na nag-comply ka, bago ka lumabas, pag-check mo ng wallet mo, walang laman na pera. Lagot. Tanasan niyo na ba yun? You've been asking, paano ko makakalabas? Wala akong pera. Hindi mo magawa yung mga gusto mong gawin dahil wala kang money. When I was young, I obviously asked money from my parents. So I can do what I want to do with the money. And the one giving money will usually ask, Anak, para saan ang pera? What's the money for? Things I realize about money, obviously, we all need money. Sino dito kailangan mo ng pera? Pang tuition fee, pang allowance, pang bilhin ng mga kailangan sa school. We use money for a specific purpose. May paggagamitan tayo ng pera. Did you know that the Bible records of a story wherein a guy is also in need of something? And the good news? God provided. And later on, we'll realize that there really is a purpose for the provision that God is giving us. We will look at the story of Elijah in 1 Kings chapter 17. Sino ba si Elijah? Elijah is one of the prophets whose primary role is to what? To speak for God. During their time, people were rebelling against God. They were so distant from God. They even worshipped other gods like Baal. People were not listening to God anymore. And so he uses prophets to speak to people, to call them out against injustice, to repent of their sins and turn back to God. In our present context, Elijah can be just like you, who loves God, who loves to read the Bible, and hear from Him, worshiping God, doing whatever it takes to preach the Word, whether one-on-one, -on -one, groups, or whatever platform. You've been also crying from God, Lord, what is happening in our nation? You wanted to serve God. And somehow, we can also relate with Elijah's situation. In verse 7, if I can read this, there was no rain in the land. Season of drought. Gipit na gipit yung mga tao. Today, we can look at our economy and say, we are facing financial crisis. Ang daming nagugutom. Ang daming walang pera. In everyone's mind, how can we provide for our needs? Nung single ako, parang okay lang kasi pag nagutom naman ako, pwede, pwede kong sabihin sa mga tao na pre-fasting lang. Yung sobrang na-amaze yung mga tao sa'yo na, wow, grabe naman yung faith mo, grabe ka naman mag-fast. Yung pala, wala ka lang pala talagang pera. There were times when I was a student, yung dumudiskate ka para sa pera. You've been working as a student, on the side, may mga extra kang trabaho, wala kang pera eh. Or, you know of someone, may makilala ba kayong ganito, yung malakas na manghingi, si boy, tenga naman ako niyan. Or si boy, utang, pero hindi ka babayaran. We've all encountered that. And some of us, we've struggled with that. For today, we're going to look at how Elijah responded in the midst of his financial crisis. How was he able to survive? In this verse, obviously we can learn, number one, he listened to the word of God. In verse eight, sabi doon, then the word of the Lord came to him. Then he refers to an event prior. Before that, God already gave Elijah instructions on how he will provide. And many times, God proved it. God used the ravens to provide for Elijah. Unconventional. And some of us, we cannot trust the word of God because it's beyond the ordinary. It's unconventional. Ang hirap explain And what we do, we choose to listen to the words of other people, their ways, their methods, kung ano yung trending, how other people are doing it. Are you willing to trust the word of God even if the situation says otherwise? For Elijah, 
He did not move until there was a clear direction from the Lord. He waited. He moved at the word of the Lord. This tells us the importance of our relationship with God on how we look at our finances. Kamusta buba tayo in terms of our walk with God? Are we listening clearly to what God wants us to do? Number two, Elijah obeyed God's instructions. In verse 9, sabi dito, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to feed you. In other words, ito yung instruction niya. And what we can learn in verse 10, ano po yung nangyari? So he arose and went to Zarephath. Nag-obey po si Elijah. The word arise here reminds us that it takes so much faith to pick yourself up. Arise, bumangon. Most of us, when we're in a crisis, we can be so disappointed to a degree that we lack the motivation to move forward. You don't have the faith anymore. Yung battle na alam mo lang sa puso mo that only God can win this for you. If only you will surrender these concerns and put your hopes and your trust in Jesus. Have you been to those battles na alam mo lang na wala lang solusyon, na dagang walang wala? I realize it's one thing to seek and hear from God. It's another thing to pick yourself up and obey with all the circumstances. After arise, go. In its original language, halak, it means to go or walk in a journey. And as you travel, as you journey, you will encounter hardships and even danger. And because of this, it limits our availability to go. It hinders us from continuing to go. Ibinasa niyo yung verse, yung Zarephath. Yung Zarephath means a smelting place, a place of testing. Would you want to go in a place kung alam mong maraming testing doon? Then he heard belonging to Sidon, a very unusual place where they promote Baal worship. Probably you're going to ask, Lord, is this really from you? Then after that, sabi doon, dwell there. God commanded Elijah to dwell. Will you stay in that place kung alam mo yun ang pupuntahan mo? How many of you here, you will probably leave that place in an instant? Yung nakita mo yung lugar na yun, parang hindi naman to place of promise, parang hindi naman to place of provision, parang naman hindi to galing kay Lord, parang impossible to. It was a challenge for him, not just to obey, but to commit, to endure, to hold on to the vision, to hold on to the promises of God. Some of you, just like Elijah, you've been struggling, holding on to whatever God is telling you. But still, Last part of the scripture, Sabidon, Elijah trusted the word of God. In verse 10, Sabidon, And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow was there gathering sticks. Probably, nung nakita na yung city, in my mind, talaga ba? Ito ba talaga yung plan ni Lord for me? Yet he continued. He trusted the promises of God. And he called to her and said, Bring me a little water in a vessel that I may drink. People can easily say, Ang kapal naman na mukha ni Elijah. Diba parang nakita mo na yung yung widow, hinihingan mo pa. But I realized he was so confident in God. That's why he was able to do even the unimaginable. His confidence, not in what people are telling him, but on what God is telling him, on who God is. Then looking at the character of the widow at Zarephath, in verse 11, sabi dun, And as she was going to bring it, he called to her, and said, Bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. In my mind, kapit si Elijah, may pahabol pa siya. I could imagine the reaction of that woman. Sabi niya doon, As the Lord your God lives, I have nothing baked, only a handful of flour in a jar, and a little oil in a jug. And now, I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son, that we may eat it and die. In my mind, ito yung translation ko, Elijah, Please tell your God, I have nothing baked. Walang wala na ako. Kapiranggot na lang yung meron ako. Sakto na lang to. 
She even said, she's just preparing for their, for their death. Huling pagkain ko na to. Huwag mo naman kulin pa to, Elijah. Few observations about the woman. Obviously, she doesn't have a relationship with God. Kanya sinabing, your God. She's obviously in need of something to a point of desperation and death. And she probably lacked the purpose anymore to live. I could just imagine, hinihintay na lang na yung last few dinners nila, hanggang mamatay sila. There's no purpose for, for them to live. And in that moment, God used it as a point of ministry for Elijah. You see, in times of crisis, people are definitely in need. But there's a need that only God can fulfill. In verse 13, here you are, Elijah. He said, do not fear. Go and do as you have said. But first, make me a little cake of it. Bring to me, and afterward, make something for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, the jar of flour shall not be spent, and the jug of oil shall not be empty, until the day that the Lord sends rain upon the earth. He instructed the widow not to be in fear, to obey what God is telling her, that there is a promise, a promise that she will not be in lack, that the Lord will provide for her needs. That is why in verse 15, And she went and did as Elijah said, and she and he and her household ate for many days. The jar of flour was not spent, neither did the jug of oil become empty, according to the word of the Lord that he spoke by Elijah. In other words, the promise was fulfilled according to the word of the Lord. If just like the widow Zarephath, you've been living in fear of lack, finding a sense of purpose while you are still living, and while you of all people are going through this crisis to a point of desperation, isolating yourself of worries, anxieties, worst, death, let me be an Elijah to you today. And be reminded with these words from the scripture. Do not be in fear. Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 says, And my God will, will supply your every need according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 7, Cast all your cares on him because of what? He cares for you. God cares for us. Psalm 55 verse 22 Throw your burden upon the Lord, and He will, He will sustain you. He will never allow the godly to be shaken. He will never allow you to be shaken. John chapter 10, verse 10. Ang rol ng kaaway, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus, He came so that we will have life and may have it abundantly. Yun po yung promise ng Panginoon. In Christ, we will have life in abundance. Here's my prayer. May you come to God today as a son asked from his father. What are your needs? And begin to listen to what God is telling you. Obey what he wanted to do. Commit, hold on, and trust the promises he gave you. The same message goes to the Elijahs who are with us today. If you know that this is what God wants you to do, the place where he wants you to stay, then just like the verse says, Arise, bumangon ka. Go and dwell in what God is telling you to do. Remember this, the place of obedience is the place of blessing. I hope you will obey what God is telling you to do and you will experience the abundance of God's blessing for your life. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for that encouragement that Lord, in whatever need that we have, 
whether in finances, whether in our emotions. Lord, we cast to you all our worries. We submit all our concerns. Lord, today we thank you because you are speaking to us individually. That just like a father is coming to his son, anak, ano yung kailangan mo? Lord, today we surrender this to you by faith. Ito yung mga needs namin, God. Ito yung mga concerns namin. And Lord, we will not withhold whatever worries that we have. We relate onto you, and we trust, O God, that in the same manner that you were able to provide for Elijah, even if it's unconventional, even if people will question us, even if in our minds, parang impossible to. Lord, just like Elijah, we will be able to profess that faith that you will provide in the ways that you can, that we can never imagine. Lord, surprise us, exceed our expectations. Lord, begin to secure and affirm us, God. That if you're the one who called us, if you're the one who's telling us to arise, to go, and to dwell, Lord, we will experience the fullness of your blessing. Lord, some of us, just like the widow of Zarephath, Lord, we've been lacking the word. We've been neglecting your word. We haven't heard of what you're telling us. We've been following what other people are telling us. We've been so discouraged kasi sobrang daming lies na nung kaaway. Sobrang bombarded na kami ng worry. Sobrang bombarded na kami ng mga issues sa mundong to. And we haven't heard from you. Lord, today I believe we received that word and we claim that word, O God. Lord, let that sink in into our hearts. Lord, today I speak hope that Lord, even in the middle of our crisis, in the middle of our needs, O God, You will provide a way out. You will provide help. You will provide a solution to our problems. Lord, I call forth, God, miracles upon miracles on how you will provide for our every need. And Lord, I claim by faith, O God, that we will witness testimonies upon testimonies of how you will provide for your people. Hindi mo papahiya, O God. You will never let us down. And Lord, we will witness, O God, your hands moving in our feet. We'll witness, O God, your hands moving in our midst. Lord, salamat, God. We are expectant. We are excited, God. Increase our faith to hold on to your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. If you're that person who prayed that prayer, my encouragement for you is this. Again, continue to seek God. Continue to read His word and His promises for you. May you find strength and hope in what God is telling you to do. Some of you here, God is telling you to arise, bumangon ka. Some of you here, God wants you to go, eh? to obey. Some of you here, God wants you to dwell, endure, and hold on to whatever God is telling you. I am excited on how you will experience the fullness of God's blessing out of your obedience in Christ. See you next week. I hope you are 10 times better with what God is calling you to do. God bless everyone.